0: In 2024, friends decided to listen to every one of the greatest 500 albums as decided by Rolling Stone magazine. This resulted in a text chain that celebrated the music, excoriated the order, and led us to making this podcast. We are far from experts. We promise to do almost no research.
1: All opinions are
0: our own, unless you disagree. I disagree. I disagree. And enjoy. Oh, oh. Beck did it better. <laughs> we are up to album Matt, your 104. And from 1971, <laughs> this is Sticky Fingers by the Rolling Stones. I cannot believe I got through that. That was a very impressive by me to ignore you totally. I'm weeks out of practice. We haven't seen each other for like three, four weeks. Rob's week Weeks He's- out of practice of ignoring those three co-hosts. This <laughs>
2: foot
3: came off the bag. I kept my glove on it. And just got to pat myself on the back. So a great job by me.
4: <laughs> I did that move in college. <laughs> I thought you just said when you get weeks out of practice, you just got to have a bunch of Gatorades and it'll come right back, right? <laughs> that, uh, it was, yeah.
0: And pineapple for some reason? Is that weird? To find? Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right.
4: Listen, guys, today we're doing
0: Sticky Fingers by the Rolling Stones. I mean, Sticky Fingers, what is this album written by Groot? What? Who? Groot. I have no idea who that is. He's, oh I my agree. God. With a bunch of losers, he's the tree, Russell, so you of course, have sticky fingers. he's got fingers <laughs> made of sticks. Listen at home, they're laughing at that one like crazy, okay, I'm looking at four three blank faces, four looking at my own. if I look at my own face there, it was very blank, very bad. All right, so let's get right into the intros now that I've insulted the uh, uh audience by the way, Russell, did you like the description for the best of Beckline, where I was talking about how great our audience was? Did you read that at all? what We did a best oh my stuff? God. <laughs>
1: You write those, and I wrote one, you didn't even read it?
0: Oh. I think I did read it, but that was probably about a month ago. I don't know if I recall it. Oh, no. I'm like an, I'm like an English teacher at school. It's like, did you guys all read
3: the lottery? Hmm? Did you? Oh, Is that Shirley Jackson? That's yeah. You know one. it. That's no fun. That's Sorry, not Shirley fun,
1: Jackson. Man. She dies in the <laughs> end.
0: <laughs> That's a mashup you didn't know you needed to hear. Here we go. Here's a song.
5: <gasps> oh, yeah. Welcome yeah. to K
0: Rob, K R O B. Listen, I just got word up the street that Aaron is a whole. Oh, boy. Keep it's on true. the house and it's all real. the pains that go with it. So yes. if you
1: see him at Home
0: Depot trying to figure out how a sink works or why his washing machine is leaking, then be sure to flash him to your feet so he feels better. Oh, up. yeah. Aaron <laughs>
1: bought a house. Yeah, the deal is sealed. How yes. many problems have been concealed? He's painting the hallway late into the night. Yes. He can't call the landlord to fix the broken skylight.
3: Nope. Can't do it. Aaron's uh, a homeowner. Uh, nice
1: it makes him feel real good, yeah. This is true. He's a homeowner. I'm not sure that he should now.
0: <laughs> this song is actually a way higher key and slower than you remember. It's tough. This is not... Your podcast is not at 0.75 speed.
1: Bedrooms too cold, but the kitchen's too hot. He touches the switch; it gives him electrical shock. <laughs> driveway needs to be resurfaced each fall. Hope <laughs> you know how to patch holes in the drywall.
3: Yes. Fair
1: Homeowner, this wall is starting to crack. Yeah. Ooh. We do the property tax, yeah Oof,
4: Dude, when you too painful, too real. To <laughs> <that> <laughs> too real right? yeah. Too soon, too soon Aaron, one day, <laughs> like 22 years from now, you'll be almost paid off life. You guys decide to move and you'll sell that house and yeah. be like, oh my gosh, look at all the equity I have in my home Yeah
0: or to flood, right. your house would be worth Five $0.0. If you're fair, you, are in California, worth you, worth you might just fall off Back the ledge, right? You know, yeah. one, more, one or two more quakes, and you'll be at the bottom cool. of the ocean. There's an earthquake, and Aaron grabs his go-bag, and his wife is like, all that's in here are condoms. What, 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 is this? <laughs> what kind ready. of go-bag
4: is this? you got to be prepared. <laughs> you do have He's to like, be safe in a post-apocalyptic world, right? Yeah, It's right? true. You
3: don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah. You, the last thing you want to get is chlamydia if it, if you're like Mad Max out there driving
4: around. It's, mean. it's not like Walgreens are going to still be operating to go get that taken care of in the zombie apocalypse, right? It's the, it's the part of Waterworld you didn't see where the mariner gets a genital herpes. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah, they never got into that part of The Walking Dead, did they? I don't know if you guys ever watched no. The Walking Dead, but there was no— They didn't really get into sexually transmitted diseases, did it? They should have. It's like, oh, these zombies. And these crabs, you know.
3: <laughs> I don't know which one's going to kill me first. <laughs> yeah,
0: should we get hired on this show? We should be Our extensive knowledge down. of STDs That goes back to high school <laughs> High school health class None of us were promiscuous enough To actually get some Whoop! Russell's raising his hand Okay, I'm going to ignore <laughs> them <though>. um,
5: <laughs> Listen,
0: uh, I've got three guys here Who think the cover of this Sticky Fingers album Is actually normal And not that impressive They're not impressed by the uh, just uh, By the chef's knife on just, the cover Aaron, just, average.
3: Aaron, just average
0: Just average <laughs> Just looks like I've a got, regular I've got Matt in Minneapolis Who's just telling us Why he tastes so good Matt, how you doing? Oh, jeez
3: You know, doing great, Rob. Glad glad to be back with you guys. Probably the Pineapple too, then, right? Oh, no. What?
0: Pineapple 2. There's a new pineapple out
4: there? God, I'd love to have that. Uh, I've got Russell
0: here who thinks the name should be called Stinky Fingers. Russell, how are you doing?
4: Guys, recording this podcast has caused me to suffer a dull, aching pain. Now we're recording on another Friday night. It's giving the dumb shit listeners more of the same. Seriously, I should have bid more on that Canterbury racetrack wild horse so it could drag me away. (laughs)
6: Oh. <laughs>
4: damn it
0: i didn't make that connection i could have done a wild horses song about russell betting and ignoring his date shit by the way next to the word stinky fingers i wrote a devastating nickname i mean if you gave that oh, nickname so- to somebody in high school that would ruin their life right if everybody yeah. started calling you stinky <laughs> fingers stinky like fingers. you'd have to just transfer schools to a different state
4: I mean, there has to be probably like a it's at happened, some point right? in life where you would take some sort of pride in it, right? It does probably doesn't last too long, but
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hey, sticky fingers, give me a high five.
0: You rule is a word is a sentence that would never happen.
3: You can really give me a high two or three. Oh, depending. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, let's let's just do elbows maybe. <laughs> uh,
0: and then we have Aaron who hates that this album is about fingers, not about toes. However, before we got on, Aaron was telling us he was just down in Mexico and he heard a lot of people there have prosthetics on their feet. I mean, he heard so many people refer to each other as rubber toe. Roberto, rubber toe. Oof, that was
4: brutal. I've got Aaron and K- <laughs> Matt, can we get a ruling, rolling, rolling groan? <laughs> <laughs> Where's the prices right?
0: Uh- <laughs> Actually, that joke is great. Everybody loves it, everybody's excited.
3: I gang. definitely
0: didn't write that joke six weeks ago and I've been saving it for a special day and realizing it's actually quite bad. Uh, Aaron, how are you doing in California?
3: You mentioned it's been a long time, Robin. I'm sorry, guys. It's just that demon life. I forgot you in its sway. Let's talk about Sticky Fingers. What a
4: great song. We should just skip right to that one. Do you right? Yes. All right. Let's get into our voicemail. The the They're back.
5: Well, me alone. They
0: Too- can't get enough. Too many, actually.
6: Hey, boys, it's Krista. Um, Just finished watching the best of... Oops, not watching. I'm going to call back.
1: Oh! (laughs) Take two. Take two. Oh no! I accidentally downloaded the one where they screwed up and then played it on the show. Ow! You hate to see <laughs> it.
4: <laughs> Certified. That is grade so A dumb shit. So right nervous. there. You, you hate to. Oh, you're watching the podcast, you idiot! You yeah. not watch the podcast? Have you guys ever screwed up on a voicemail like that? Left something and then not that bad. It and fr- Holy cow! Or bro. not?
2: First course uh, not.
3: Uh, no, they're on that don't, level now. Nothing spectacularly. I I do think when
0: I was dating somebody and we were going through a rough patch, at one point I sent an email and then I sent a second email that said, please don't read that first email, which of course (laughs) is the biggest
3: (laughs) sign to be like, God damn, I got to read that first email. What's in there? You know? I thought you were going to say you called the wrong lady in order to burrito. You're like, oh no, that's the other. I forget which one is the burrito one. I called the wrong one.
0: That's the thing about calling a woman and asking for a burrito. It's never the wrong one (laughs) ever. That's true. One out of a million chance. Hey, it's worth it. Okay, let's <laughs> let's let's listen to the when they called back and apparently wrote this down.
6: Hey boys, it's Krista. I just finished listening to the best of voicemails and texts episode. And I'd like to say you're welcome for being a unofficial fifth member of the podcast. You're welcome. And anytime you want to <laughs> send some more free swag my way, um, in addition to the t shirt I have, that'd be great. My question, you don't have to tell all the listeners. We got your t-shirt, Russell.
4: Oh, that's for the better
6: thong. Is
3: going to look good. That
6: over the last several months, we haven't really been hearing of you going into the dating corner. And I remember an episode where you said something about landing a bridesmaid, or someone said something about that, and then it was kind of glazed over. Mm. And now you keep referring to a date as a downloader or a local (laughs) or a Philly. And Mm. my question for you is, are you dating someone and are they related to and Why won't you tell us? Thanks. Bye.
0: All right. Thank you so much, caller, for the two voicemails. Now, listen, I think the caller, first of all, the caller has the balls that none of us do. But second of all, I wanna I wanna just comment on this before Whoa. we let Russell talk. <laughs> Should we start up a store with Beck Did It Better stuff? Is there demand for Beck Did It Better merchandise? And if so, what merchandise are we gonna put in that store? I'm thinking
4: that Beck Did It Better can koozie. That has to be like the bottom level. I, I think it's a fanny pack. Uh, you guys have all oh. talked about how you love, want, love yeah, using fanny packs, fanny packs and fanny packs. how you love draping them over your shoulder a crisscross right. style. I think it's a fanny pack. Of course, crisscross style, you could, you could also wear it backwards. That's also crisscross
0: style. A lot of people don't. It's going to make you want to jump jump.
3: Flap bracelets? <laughs> that's actually that's, that's the perfect... That's the best one. That's can you imagine somebody
0: buys somebody <laughs> buys a slap bracelet for like three bucks, and then we're paying like three bucks for shipping, and we're just losing tons of money on the whole thing. Like a stress ball. I'm just trying to think. All that, you know, if you go to
2: these conferences and Russell, oh, you have you have your own conference. We call those do you a chat. A, a you have a do you have a swag bag that you give away with just a bunch of pointless, meaningless.
3: We, garbage we, that, we
4: did make the move we did the the logo yeti cooler the yeti can cooler type oh, things which good, people though. really see. like those they take yeah them and th- they that's good nice. yeah those are nice yeah but those like
2: the real. 13 cent stress ball and the no 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 see the, i yeah.
0: i i think i think you're thinking too low class rebecca better stuff we need we need the yeti but it's going to be the Yeti tumbler. Like we're going to have like everything on the store is going to be like $75 or above. We're not giving it to them. They got to pay. Yeah, for Yeah, they got to pay but for yeah. it. We're going to set up a store where that's in there. Like Nerds I
2: think a, a
3: real house to pay for. Are you kidding yeah, me? man, yeah. I got a mortgage now. I got it. I need some help.
2: Rob's got a Rob's got a new computer to pay for, so. Uh,
3: <laughs> well, to be fair, this
0: is my dad's computer. <laughs> and don't look into that. Don't look into any weird like stuff going Rob, on. Rob, when you when
4: you turn on your dad's computer, when you went to Google, was the first was the first search result uh, how to delete your search history or not? <laughs> how embarrassing would that be? It just said Bing Mirror Balls. And I was like, this is weird. I don't know why
0: why would we be searching
4: for that? You'd almost, you'd almost rather see his his dirty search history than just have to think about what it could possibly consist of, right? Uh, absolutely not. Is <laughs> <laughs> that is 1000
0: percent wrong. I do not want to see the search history. That did happen once when we were growing up. Is that <laughs> we had, you know, the family computer that you'd share. And so I don't know. I was probably what, 17, 16, 17, 18. And you just, you know, when you're young and it's just like, you know, the world, is just so complicated and it's so hard how to figure out how to delete your internet browsing history. Like, it's just not easy. You know, I'm canceling downloads like crazy. I've got everything on floppy disks. Like, so it's not, you know, and everything has a virus. My parents are like, why is this computer constantly full of viruses? I was like, I don't know.
3: like Because I'm waiting for that. Bottom half of that L McPherson shot just to see like is the swimsuit there or not? I don't know. I'm just waiting for it
0: to be down. Below. Yeah, it's big boobs JPEG but I'm only seeing right now the neck so I'm going to wait just a little bit. It's going to get down there. Meanwhile, I'm downloading the new Korn album on LimeWire wondering why I'm getting all these viruses. But one day my sister did come up and she goes, listen, she goes, I, I don't want to talk to you about this but I have to know if it was you or dad who visited hotsex.com. Oh no. And I was like, just for both of our sanities, I want to let you know that was me. You have to <laughs> you
5: have to jump on the
4: grenade yeah, you got, for that. Yeah. You well, can. Now, yeah.
2: now, now, hey, hey, we're in the tree of trust here, right? Yeah, so, of course. Uh, you can tell. I mean, your sister doesn't listen or anything, no. so it's okay. Now you can tell us.
0: Was it you or your dad? It was both of us. We were side by side <laughs> <working> together. <laughs> so it was pretty Turn cool, actually. Out. It was one of those bonding moments.
3: <laughs> oh, I'm glad your sister doesn't listen to this podcast. Yeah. We
0: we're like, nice. I just
4: high-fiving each other constantly.
3: Going to the <laughs> grave with you, Rob. <laughs>
4: like half the laptop is on each of your leg. And you're just kind of sitting there <laughs> checking it out. No, this
0: was I, before laptops, high-fiving. man. This was when you had like the monitor that you could set a picture on. Like you had the thick monitor. Like it went like 14 inches back on the desk. It was a giant, giant monitor. There's That was the thing. It was, it was in downstairs. It was in the family room. There's no escape. You know, the only thing you could count on were the creaky steps.
4: Yeah, those creaky steps were important. But back
0: then, there was no video, no headphones, so it didn't really matter. You would have to do the one headphone move that you have to do now. Or so I've heard. I mean, that's what some people have said. one uh, move? Yeah, the it's one headphone head- move. Oh. Yeah. It's like, you're a, it's like you're a scout, an army scout, and you're always looking.
2: You gotta, like, you've but got to build an excuse now, right? Like, hey, uh, no, uh, I'm editing, editing the podcast. You know, uh, what, what'd you say? I'm editing the podcast. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. You've got a good excuse built
0: in. So, Russell, what's going on? We dating somebody or what? What's going on here?
4: Well, I have I have uh, hung out with someone and it's uh, someone you could say is an Atlantis fan. Maybe I'll tell you guys later that I went. I hung out with an Atlantis fan at my on my rolling going later on. But um, so, so yeah, you always you always want to go hang out with uh, maybe it's a new person. Maybe it's not a new person, but sure, that's that's a fair characterization. And then the question regarding a relationship to Rob, was that the second part? I was maybe going to edit that out, but yeah. <laughs> well, unfortunately, oh
0: God, is it my mom? Beautiful. Russell, listen, I want you to know that if you are dating my mom and now you're my stepdad, <laughs> I just want to let you know because I'm so mature that I've been so bad and I need to be punished <laughs> immediately. Okay. And guess what? I'll choose the belt. Okay. How <laughs> you like them apples? <laughs> <laughs> just, you, you just, that's, is that a shirt we should put in the store? Is a picture of Russ with B over his D saying, I'm your, I'm your stepdad now?
4: Rob, do you, have, do you have certain of your friends that you would prefer to date your mom? Like or, like if you oh, were yeah, to look just, at over your, your group of like 15 college buddies, do you have yeah. one or two that stand out and be like, well, I could probably handle that better than the other one? No.
0: Well, I mean, what are you talking about? Absolutely not. <laughs> no? <laughs>
4: no, it would be I'm a not problem, joking. But that was a
0: joke before be bad. I mean, Russell, if you were dating my mom, that would be. I just would be. Dis- Every night, I I couldn't sleep. I'd be up. I'd be like, what? what What's if going I was su- on? Like- what if
4: I was like super respectful and everything? though? Ugh, even worse, <laughs> gross. Don't say that.
0: I wear two condoms. I mean, give me a break. Like, get out of here. Um, I will say I've been thinking about the store though, just to jump back again. You're I've been thinking a lot about, about the store. store. Yeah, I think we should make the Beck did a better shirt, and then in very small text so you can't see it online, but you can only see it when you buy it. On the bottom, it says "free breathalyzer blow here." Then there's an arrow pointing down. God, I want to do that so bad. They just get the shirt, they put it on, they're like, "Oh man." <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, I think that'd be so funny Everything right. on the store is just a big swerve You it's, huh? it's, oh, it's It's just time. not even, it's
0: like, laughing, I think our store should just be A question mark, can you time, buy bro. it, then we just send you Whatever we want I would like say it? somebody, somebody
2: on this podcast yeah. Has experience opening up A store and getting t-shirts and stuff Going, because they may or may not have a family member That does this for a living, so
3: we could For probably, a living? Oh, wow Yeah We need to know a bit more about this Perhaps Are you telling me that off.
0: Aaron's wife sells pornographic shirts online?
2: No, but she's got horrible oh. and dirty, oh. just dirty
0: wordle words.
2: <laughs> that she goes after all the she time. likes the
3: dirty. She likes she's the like dirty a word. sailor. grapes.
0: I mean, you should see the links going on this wordle thread, Russell. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I do enough spelling during the work week. I don't need any more of that shit. (laughs) Russell's big thing is he hates spelling. Listen, rolling going. Rosie, we haven't talked in about three weeks. How is it going with you? Now, first, Rosie, before you answer that, did you listen to the best of episode?
3: No. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) But my my wife did. And I think my brother did. My dad probably did. But there we go yeah (laughs) but i'm sure you did a great job rob uh it's going through it's friday thank you yes i did it's friday when we're recording which means it's friday it's always new music friday we missed two new music fridays we had beyonce's release last week which i've been listening to as much as possible today was the new there it is every time boy bye uh, Renaissance is great. I love it. I can't get enough of it. I love dance music now. I didn't know that, but now I do. I will say, actually, uh, strangely enough, doing this podcast with you guys turned me into a Beyonce fan. Like you wouldn't have thought it would have taken that, but I needed like I needed the push to actually listen to her. Go ahead, Matt. Are you a good dancer? No. Oh,
2: like dance music, but are I, you a good dancer? I
3: am an enthusiastic dancer, which I think is half the half the way it's battle, good i agree right?
2: yeah half the battle hey that guy yeah that guy's having a good
3: time yeah, it's the I next will
2: have level fun that's
3: like oh <laughs> God, he could,
5: he's
2: actually
3: got some moves right no i so, wouldn't say that but
4: I will, I will have fun dancing so that that's that's actually a family every time you're dancing and you're unsure of what you're doing you just got to lean into it a little bit more another 15 yeah, yes. percent. if you lean into it a little bit more you're gonna be fine i actually think everyone on this podcast is a pretty decent dancer from what i've seen I, my move when I'm dancing is I
0: make aggressive eye contact with people aggressive. <laughs> so they have to look at me. We're looking at each other. It's a connection. You know what I mean? They're watching we, me dance. We I'm saw them. that.
2: And somehow you had like five 45 year old women that were just staring right back. Like, I don't know. You only got two eyes, but you had five people staring yeah. right back at you. Last time we were at the King's
3: corner or whatever. Yeah. So they were going,
0: going sticky fingers on, on me. Them. I was like, ladies, my eyes are up here. Don't look at my jeans. Yeah.
3: But on the subject of making aggressive eye contact, so it's Friday. Uh, this was it's it's, it's extraordinarily early, but this week uh, was my son's first week of kindergarten. So he did great. I'm so proud All of crazy. him. He had a great week of kindergarten, and he's been.
6: Oh no, no! Dad, sending you... me to
3: school? Oh, no, how did you do this, Rob? You're killing me. <laughs> Unbelievable. First no, week don't of worry, kindergarten. son. I'll see you
0: later. Just go to school and learn. And maybe if you really work hard.
4: You can become upper middle management. You, be you know what I mean? Like, like you're me. an inspiration. Right. right. And uh, he's been early. will no week, longer be he... for candy. It'll be for laying people off. <laughs> he, had
3: to... <laughs> he had to go to aftercare all week and he did great with it. So today we were like, you know what, buddy? We're going to take you to the zoo. We're going to pick you up at 125.
4: Wow. Head up to the Pacific? zoo. To get... Don't you got to work?
3: Listen, Russell.
4: Just in case my boss is listening,
3: I was working from the zoo. Okay. I was there responding
4: to messages.
3: Uh, So pick him up early.
4: Aaron, is that a red ass monkey in the back of the zoo? (laughs) I want to approve
0: this message, but look at the size of this buffalo's dick.
3: (laughs) So get him up there. We got to get him some dipping dots. We said no to the gift shop this time, but we got him some dipping dots, went on some rides. And he's up there at the at the Oakland Zoo. There's a really nice playground up at the top. We saw the wolves out today, which is my favorite thing. When the wolves are out, that's rad. And there's this really nice playground. He was playing on the play. So my son is five. Uh, obviously, this is too early to, like, show preference for playing with boys or girls or whatever. Uh, but he's playing with these couple of young girls who, about his age. And then uh, they were playing on the playground. And then, like, they finished. And we said, okay, Dub, we're going to go get you some and Dots. Like, say goodbye to your friends. And so these two girls are walking with their dad. And he's like, goodbye. And then he goes, what's your phone number? Which I didn't know.
4: Aaron's and just like, so excited. We officially best. turned into the next version of uh, CSI Miami or whatever it is right now. CSI Oakland playgrounds. And I told you guys the I got my oh. soundboard. I got
3: it all set up. Was it the the girl's dad was with them and he was like not having it. He was like, well, she doesn't have a phone. And he goes, um, okay, what's your address? Yes. <laughs> and so, like, we he really working. <laughs>
5: Oh yes, Rosie.
0: I love. So that.
3: I, I don't know, man. I, and the girl was like, she was. She asked her dad, like, Dad, what's our phone number? Like, she was ready to hang yep. out anytime. And I got to give him props for just putting it out there. And I mean, I don't know, man. Maybe we all should have been a little more forward yeah. like that back Did in the back in our day. Exchange
4: numbers to for like a play date or would that would that have been too strange?
3: It turned out that they live it turned out that they live actually in
4: Dublin, California, which was like it's like
3: 40 minutes away. Pretty so nice it wouldn't really excuse. work Pretty Had they nice been excuse. in Oakland, we would have exchanged for sure. No, had they, had they been Oakland folks, we would have definitely for sure. But uh, I gotta give them props, man. Just just going for it. What's up, Matt? Kind of sounds like dub at five years old doesn't have any problem with commitment.
2: Unlike some people <laughs> we've got on <in> this podcast. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What?
0: I gotta have this thing out i don't like i don't like how it just ends makes me makes me anxious <laughs> when so it just ends like that
3: uh, that's perfect that's so good
0: yeah if he needs any advice you can tell him to come on the show sometime we're happy to give him advice we'll we'll, we'll do it i i do think it's good though They he wasn't like hey dad i'm gonna do what you taught me and then he's like which number window is yours <laughs> that was pretty good are you second to the that left? was pretty good you don't want to throw pebbles at the wrong window <laughs> the second floor or the third floor? yeah yeah yeah. Ooh, third floor yeah you got to get the number if that's a third there's a third floor on this thing
4: Aaron are you are you concerned that he's he's going to kindergarten and asking every kid for their their phone number and address he, or not he probably is I mean he's a very
3: gregarious guy he would like he's he's really good at making friends so he he just might be and he, he knows his own address so he's excited about that and wants oh, to wow. share. He loves play so, dates. I, He's a very I got a friendly question.
2: guy. I got a question. You know, kids usually like mimic their parents, right? Like they'll do, <laughs> they'll eat like whatever they want. So, mm-hmm. so is it you or Rosie's wife at gmail.com that's yelling at people for their phone numbers? It's definitely random. her,
3: man. She's out yeah, there just, all, just all day long at the zoo. <laughs> yeah!
0: Yeah! Aaron's like, Aaron's like, oh God, this turns beyond on. You asked for their number. I love it so much. Uh, So I just ruined that with that cool (laughs) statement with your wife at the end.
4: The the Uh, other thing is I think asking for someone's number might be out of date. I don't even know if you do that anymore. I think you probably are are using some sort of social media, right? Is is, is your son going to be ostracized because he's – they're going to be like, hey, why don't you go back to the 1990s kid or something like that? They'll be like, call me on my landline, and they'll be like, well, look me up on
3: TikTok. and like, I don't know how that's going to (laughs) work.
0: The phone number is like an extreme last step now, isn't it, Russell? I mean, aren't you getting in their Instagram messages first, and then messaging, and then if you're lucky, you could go to a Google Voice number, and then you get their real number? Like,
4: I don't know how to operate any of that stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah, right? But I was. But, but the point is, Pull is like hair. I'm like an old dude Player. with white hair. Like if 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 Aaron's son is using the same pickup lines as I am, that's not a good sign.
0: You know, I really thought I was good at phones, and I saw somebody like a, a teenager sitting in front of me on a plane, and they were doing Instagram. And it was literally like watching The Matrix when they're dodging everything all at once. They were going so fast. I was like, here's me. I'm giving a shocked face to everybody. I was like, and I realized like I am old as shit. I cannot do anything that they were doing on their phone. They were moving. It was crazy. I was like, yeah, no wonder they post so much stuff. It takes them a fraction of the time. I'm like looking around and like, it's pathetic. Touch typing is pathetic.
3: Yeah, they probably don't even listen to podcasts anymore. These youths.
0: No, I think they actually do. I think they think it's really <laughs> cool to hear what a bunch of 42-year-old guys are having trouble with. I can't talk to a girl, and we're all, like, fucking psyched about it. We're like, <laughs> yeah! 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 Oh, uh, yeah. Matt, rolling
2: going. How's it going with you? Uh, good. You talked about having some troubles, and, you know, Sarah... Since we've talked, Uh-oh. Sarah... Did kind of a pray love thing where she <laughs> spent about a week in Europe by herself. And so did a little soul searching. And oh, you, no. You guys know me. I don't have an original thought in my brain. So I thought I better Google or like look up on social media some, you know, some stuff. How, how can I be better? Or how can I improvement? Introduce some, yeah. some ways to communicate with Sarah a little better. So Are you doing steroids one. now?
3: Oh. So she did come home though. You come home great okay good start come good home. start yep yeah
2: um so i got some tips from the internet and i thought maybe i'd ask you guys
4: your thoughts and you're going to the like advice this? corner it sounds like i'm
2: gonna go to the advice corner. Get, 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 get to the yeah.
0: corner it's time it's
4: for russell's advice corner wait are you ahead oh, of time now
0: yeah. russell this is like <laughs> was <really> attention. <laughs> russell's in the future damn he knows what we're gonna say uh, the first thing I found was
2: that uh, this person suggested that you, when you're shaving, I'll just leave it at shaving. You leave all the hair in the sink so that she knows that you're grooming for her and that you're trying to look better for her. I like her. it. Is that? That's, that's really very effort. good. Yeah, that's
3: really nice.
0: Yeah. Doesn't sound like a good one. Can I, yeah. Can I just add to that the other day? I have a feeling that my wife does not care about me anymore because I recently was shaving. I cut myself, put a big thing of toilet paper on the cut, you know? Uh, talked to her for about 10 minutes, and then left the house. And two hours later, I realized the toilet paper was still on my face as I was walking down the streets of Manhattan. So I looked like a crazy person. She did not help me out at all.
3: Can I actually interrupt Matt's rolling really going? On. I'd like to do this to tell a different story about shaving, about one of our yep. listeners. Yeah. Uh, one of our listeners, uh, who who you all know pretty well, he's a Is frequent this caller. going to turn into a manscaper ad, Aaron? Yeah. yeah. yeah well, uh, yeah, it's, so it's one of our listeners who's a freaking caller who's not my brother. Who I, w- oh. I will bring this listener up later in the podcast because he loves this album and I do want to shout him out for loving this album. But I lived with him for a brief period of time during some tumultuous times in my life. And uh, he's sort of a strawberry blonde type of person. And there was a uh, it was right at the time when Daniel Craig became uh, James Bond. And there's that famous shot of Daniel Craig coming out of the water, you know, looking great. And mm-hmm. um, this this friend of mine decided that he thought that perhaps in an effort to look more, more like Daniel Craig, he should shave his chest. Yeah, And uh, he then did, in fact, leave all of the clippings in the sink at the house that I was living in him with. Like I'd move out. You got to get out of there. <laughs> and so I don't know if it was a message to anyone or not, but there was definitely a lot of like red. Chest hair in the sink. Now, that particular, nice. it's always nice. Yeah. yeah. Is it because true that you put
0: all those in a plastic bag and drew a face on it and kissed it every night before you went to bed? Oh, I still have them. Yeah, they're. I mean, right <laughs> I just put
3: them under my pillow. No doubt. It made the move. It that's guys move.
0: for you, though. They're like, damn that Daniel Craig looks good. Well, better shave my chest, then I'll look like that. It's like, <laughs> I might look just
3: like that. <laughs> what do you think is going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> you guys are dumb as shit. I'm sorry to. I'm sorry to interrupt, Matt. Go for well, it.
2: That's all right. Um, it said if if you're in an heated argument. This is the next tip I got. You're in a heated argument. Um, it really helps tell your wife to just calm down. Yep. Yeah. Something, there's a chemical reaction in their brain that <laughs> just shuts off and lets them know that it's time to calm down. So they recommend
0: just yelling, calm down. I, can, I, can I
2: also seems say, wise?
3: I, yeah, it seems wise. Relax.
0: Works really well. The Aaron Rodgers yeah. relax, but but you, you gotta call, drop that. You, out. We can't
3: you, listen. We don't have time. Ta- we cannot start talking about Aaron Rodgers on this podcast. <laughs> I have spent too much time thinking about Aaron Rodgers for the last week. I can't do it. Go ahead, Matt.
4: <laughs> but you gotta <laughs> really <laughs> emphasize like it's two words, almost relax. Right? It's like relax. You gotta you gotta really <laughs> emphasize it, don't you? Well, and then,
2: but then he did say if that doesn't work, if that one doesn't, you know, the chemically doesn't work for them, you know, just say. You sound exactly like your mother right now. Yeah. And then that that
0: one will I I have be- broken that out and actually she loves it. Because we all love
3: Bernie. We think she's great. So Bernie. Yeah.
0: Everybody's happy
2: I when mean, I say I that. like Bernie. Aaron, do you like Bernie?
3: Love Bernie. Yeah.
2: Rob, do you like Bernie? Oh,
4: she's the best. Russell, have you met Bernie? Do you like Bernie? Is she still downloading? Why she's downloading it. She's she's all right with me.
0: I don't like it when all you say it right. like that.
4: good. <laughs> you know. Uh
2: if if your you know, if if your wife is like laying down taking a nap, um, you know, oh, just geez, be nice, just let let them take their nap, <laughs> but you know, make sure you give them a little nudge and say, when do you plan on getting your chores done today? Yeah.
0: While they're laying down. <laughs> I like the, I, honestly, just the idea of calling them chores, I think that's very funny.
3: <laughs> also, I wish that all of our listeners could see Matt's face right now, because that really, no, really it's, brings it's the whole truth. It's true it's so happiness. Good.
0: I think the more you make your life sound like your little house on the prairie, that's very good. It's like, oh, we can like well, <laughs> churn the butter and bring the water and and fight the mountain lion that's out there.
2: Last tip, I mean, there, there's a lot of them, right? But the last one I got pro is tips, that uh, pro tips. Every man. once in a while, you know, it helps to bring up uh, the, the name of your ex girlfriends mm-hmm. around them yep. because. Yeah. Then they know that you, know, you have options and that
4: they need to fight for you just a little bit harder. You. It's a, oh. it's a, Can you imagine? You have to do that. It's a must. Right? You have Can to you say, well, I, I did go to this place before with someone and we, we, had a, we had a great time and everything. And now they have to have a good time with you or else it's on them, right? That's right.
0: Exactly. Russell, this so, is
3: brilliant.
4: So imagine places, I've been,
0: imagine yeah. places you visited with ex-girlfriends still existing. Like, that's how long I've been married. <laughs> I don't think anything I did with ex-girlfriend
4: is still around. Did you guys, when when you were maybe dating more frequently, did you ever like bring two different girls to the same spot within like a couple weeks because you were like, oh, this is a good first date spot or anything? Russell, I never dated anybody within the span <laughs> of
0: two weeks. Like that's crazy. <laughs> that would be that would be. Un, I would
4: be. I would tell him about that. I'd be like, oh damn, I'm blown up right now. This is great. I was just here two weeks ago. I do. I do remember once going on a date. And I don't remember the restaurant or the nice. bar or whatever. And then like a week later, I was like, Oh, that was a cool first date spot. And then I went on a different first date with someone else. And then I was terrified that the bartender or waitress or waiter was going to like recognize me and then act like me and this other person have been there before when they hadn't. Ooh, nice. It was just going to be yeah. a complete shit show. Sir,
0: you won't be fingering anybody in the
4: bathroom this time. <laughs> <will> you? <laughs> <laughs> what?
3: We we need an extra towelette this evening, sir. Yeah. As you did the last time.
0: <laughs> sir, remember last time during Voiced the date you towelette. went in and started crying in the bathroom? Will that be
2: happening again? <laughs> would you would you mind not going into the handicaps
0: stall yeah. this time?
3: <laughs> Go into the first stall, please. Is this another sticky fingers evening or no? Just yeah. we just yeah. need to know yeah. for a cleanup crew.
0: Sir, last time during the date you went into the bathroom and then we went in, the sink was full of hair and we prefer that <laughs> not happen again. <laughs> Like the date is going so well, <laughs> I need to get ready.
3: So good. So you guys, you guys are, you guys think those will all work? I mean, on board, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, yeah, that seems like okay. a good strategy. It's like a good starting point. You know, have you, you tried any warm, of them but... yet, Matt? Yeah.
2: No, I'm, I'm kind of working up to it. So I thought I'd ask you guys first, you just, just to see your reaction. Yeah.
3: Has she talked to you since she came home or not? I mean, yeah. Have you
2: seen her? <laughs> she. I don't know. I think most importantly, I'm she getting her chores. I mean, I'm still done. babysitting the kids, so I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> classic
0: <laughs> i it's gotta it's say cool. though man off the record i gotta say her tattoo is dope it is a yeah, dope tattoo an, yeah it's pretty good think it's off, off the record good. you've got to say though of all the countries you could visit if your wife comes back and goes listen i learned this great german sex tip you'd be like yes i'm into this i want to see what's going to happen
4: <laughs> the gem <and> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just takes it to you. all right Russell, rolling going how's it going with you <laughs> rolling going things are going good i I mentioned this earlier, but a few weeks ago, uh, one of my favorite albums, one of the best albums we've talked about so far, Alanis, Jagged Little Pill. Yeah. I went and saw Alanis live in concert at the XL Energy Center in St. Paul.
0: Oh, yes. Messages. Did you think of this song when she played the other song, Russell? But they're not so
3: great. When, when, at what point in the Most show did she play this time. one? Did she close with it? Did she play in, in the, the, the middle? Did she play it messages. at all? Did she mention the podcast?
0: Horrible
4: <laughs> 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 She did not mention the podcast. Strange. That's strange. Mm, mm. But she I, she I have to say, a great concert and everything. But before, we, before I went out, uh, we were in St. Paul. We were going to the concert, and we went out and got some food beforehand. And you could see all these people were coming, kind of congregating around downtown St. Paul for this concert. And I've never seen more people in my life wearing flannel shirts tied around their waist. And I got to say, I think it's a trend that needs to come back. I yeah, think it's a great it. look. What do you guys Bring think? It on. It's a so great they, look
3: with the Doc Martins? Yes,
0: as a fat guy, being yeah. able to put something around your waist and over your butt—great move. Plus, it's a layer you can put on layer as a you know the the double shirt fat guy move. I think it's great. Yeah, absolutely. I think the the
2: double layer thing is is over. Uh, we, we have we don't use it enough anymore, right? Like yeah. The, Sweater over your shoulders, kind of a thing, tied up front. Well, or tied up up front. We us. got
0: a beat old daddy right here. I love that. Wait, where's that one? we <laughs> have got that somewhere.
4: Sorry, keep going. Oh we'll wait. But we'll anyway, so I Don't was wait. I was admiring all the people wearing the flannel shirts. It was a great look. Is like that too long? Oh, right. I wish I could that last part. <laughs> no, never okay. too long. Can't have Okay, go Johnny. ahead. But anyway, so I'm going to the XL Energy Center, and then I got this on the ticket. It said you could make reservations to be in the club level, the lodge, if you will, at XL Energy Center, where they advertise craft cocktails and tapas menu, like all these like food and drinks and everything. So I'm like, heck yeah, I'll make a reservation for that. So I did kind of like the VIP type thing where you didn't have to pay for it. You just had to make a reservation to get in before the concert, right? Wow. So we go up and we're sitting there and all of a sudden this tapas menu essentially just consists of like wings, cheese bread and like a steak sandwich. And I was kind of disappointed like if someone's going to
3: perfect menu. Don't need oh. it. <laughs>
4: Don't need it. That is a that is bullshit. I mean tapas and then
0: it's what cheese bread? Yes. That's not tapas. Get a a out steak there.
3: sandwich and wings. I mean that seems like all
0: you
4: need. Yeah, wings are not tapas. I can tell you right now, wings are not tapas. The people next to us definitely got like a big cheese bread thing. And I was like, well, this is not really what was advertised. But even so, but so we're sitting at this bar (laughs) up in the lodge or in the the club level before the concert starts. And the person I'm with, the Atlantis fan, no shirt tied around the waist, but still a great time to be at the Atlantis concert. I thought I was going somewhere else. But um, she orders a Prosecco, like, you know, a little glass of sparkling wine or whatever you want to yeah, call it. Yeah, we know
0: what Prosecco is, Russell. We're not animals. I think sparkling
3: I mean, wine is 100% think, accurate. Hey, yeah, you
0: I think, think Matt knows what it is, Rob? Absolutely.
3: Matt, <laughs> hey, what color so. is Prosecco? What color is Prosecco?
2: Of uh, Spain or one of those
4: or something like <gasps> that, right? Oh, he just dunked on you, Russell. Oh, can not even enough. take it? It's coming from the guy who can't open a bottle of wine, is, is my understanding. <laughs> <laughs> he can open sparkling
0: wine. He just he just pushes the cork and it flies out.
4: So, anyways, we're sitting at this bar up in the in the club level, and the the waitress immediately says, Well, it's cheaper by the bottle. And I'm like, Okay, whatever. And then immediately oh, I go, no. no, 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 no. I'm like, I can we see where this drink. date's going already. I'm like, immediately say, We're not drinking a whole bottle of Prosecco. We don't need the whole bottle. So she's like, That's okay, like, whatever.
3: Wait. That's just like a Tuesday dinner. Like that's not even that's not even hard. It's yeah.
4: it's it's
2: oh. not, not a Tuesday. It's not. <laughs> it is if you sit there for
4: forty five minutes before the concert and you're not oh, drinking no, it, a- Aaron. <laughs> if it's just one person in the group drinking it, then it might be a bit much. Okay. Mm, still, still, still questioning the choices, but go for it. So, anyways, eventually, I, I say <laughs> make well, make we, do, we don't need the whole bottle, but the person opens it and they they pour the person I'm with, the Atlantis fan, a glass of it. And then they say, actually, we can only sell this by the bottle. So I got roped into paying like 70 bucks for a bottle of Prosecco but at then the you XL share it. Energy Center. Then you share it. Then you become yeah. bottle of Prosecco guy.
0: No.
2: Hey, so we, all, we all know the easy, easy way of getting by this. I was going right? to say, you
0: use yeah. your American Express. <laughs> Just
2: cancel that shit. <laughs>
4: it's
0: a
2: soft
4: easy. scam, my dude. <laughs> What do you guys think about that? That's kind of a bait and switch, right? If they pour you a glass and they say, oh, actually, we can only sell it by the bottle. And then you're paying like 70 bucks for something that would cost you eight bucks in the store. What do you think of that?
0: Oh, yeah. And, and, and they know they know that you're on a date so that you cannot be like, oh, no, excuse me. I, I didn't agree. To, but you just got to sit there and take it, Russell, because it's the sending the drinks back thing. Right. You just got to sit there and eat the cost and because and, you don't want
1: to look like a fool.
4: Yeah. If I'm going to look like a fool on a date, it's because I'm going to sit there and I'm going to stare at that fucking service charge for 20 minutes and wonder, like, <laughs> <laughs> well, do I have to tip or not? And then when I don't, feel it cheap.
0: Well, Russell, I do think a bait and switch is better than most of your dates, the way they end, where it's you switch off the light and then you bait.
4: Then I, I think I bait? that's.
0: <laughs> I bait? Don't make me say it out loud. No. <laughs> 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 I don't get it.
4: So, anyways, I it. I go, go to go to Atlantis. And I took Matt's I mean, advice cabin. on seats. Matt said some one time that. Some of the best seats you can get at a concert are in the lower level, kind of on the side of the stage, as close as you can get to the stage, down on the side. Is that right, Matt? That's it. That's it. So I took Matt's advice. Atlantis tickets on the side of the stage and everything. Wow. Fantastic concert. And uh, two of the greatest songs ever. You ought to know, and ironic, hearing those songs live and watching everyone sing along with it, it's really hard to beat that. So I was curious, what are some of the favorite songs you guys have ever heard Live in concert, one that you had to sing along with. What one, so one comes. <laughs> Rob, you spent all this time coming up with new new sound bites and this one stayed. I <laughs> will never delete this one, ever.
2: We should say that was a hurdle the other day and I got like 19,000 right. texts from a bunch of Beckerheads. Tell Rob to do the hurdle. Tell Rob to do the hurdle. He's going to do that. Oh, I
0: wonder what song it is. Didn't okay. even get um, it right away. So sad. Yeah. Yeah, because that's not actually the beginning of the song that I play. It's it's there's a a whole explanation part where the guy starts, well, here, I'll just play it for you right now. And then we'll get back to Russell's question. But if you listen to this song, right, there's a whole part where he explains what the song is going to be about. It'd be like if 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 Mick Jagger started a song being like, listen, the song that's coming up, just to let you know, I'm going to talk about how my love is a bitch. Like it's it's he's this (laughs) listen to this.
1: Yo, listen up, here's the story About a little guy that lives in a blue world and all I mean, this guy,
2: nobody this ever heard that pew-pew-pew beforehand. Nobody knew that was No, cool. nobody. I, I had
0: no idea what it was. Russell, I will say... I'm going to put it in again. I've talked about it before. They Might Be Giants played a version of Fingertips, which is like 25 songs, like short intros to songs, just played back to back to back. I saw them do it live. A medley, if you will. It Yes, it was, but it's like a it's like it, the song is a medley, like it's just fake little chunks of song. You're hearing it right now under under my voice. It was crazy to watch them play it live. I was blown away by it. I was pumped up. I was fired up. You know they're playing
4: like finger tip. and I'm like yeah. Then they start a new song. I mean, it was just unbelievable. I don't
1: understand I don't. How about Matt, Aaron? Do
4: you guys remember any songs you've heard at concerts where you just like the whole crowd got into it and everyone was singing along? Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, there's there's a ton of them. A lot of them, of them are jam. Anytime in hiding, it's played by pro jam. It's just awesome. Around, but, um, specifically, I remember hearing, I remember going Man. to um, Guns N' Roses when they came back around and mm-hmm. Slash joined back again. So this had to be like 2016, 2017. And they're at your favorite stadium, US Bank Stadium, oh. to hear a concert. Oh. Luckily, <laughs> I was front row Uh-oh. of the first section right Uh-oh. off the stage because I went solo Matt from Woodbury <laughs> Ditched out on me And so I went solo Just to it hear November Rain So I heard November Rain oh, live yes. oh. by, and, and so that was enough for me um, awesome. Hearing I went to Smashing Pumpkins A couple years ago And they finally Got back together Three of the four members And they played I mean They played like 33 songs You're Hearing like uh, Hummer And Cherub Rock And 1979 and, and all these ones By the Smashing Pumpkins when I never really thought I'd hear like the band playing again, that kind of a thing was just awesome. So those two or three kind of divide.
3: I think covers are really fun. So when you get to hear a band do a cover and you understand who they listen to and who they love, one that sticks out for me is um, my, uh, I've seen a couple of like really great corporate concerts because of my lady's job. And so I've seen, I saw Stevie wonder, I've seen Christina Aguilera, but I saw pink and pink did. Uh, What's going on by Four Nine Blondes? And oh, Pink wow. talked about you know how she loved Linda Perry, who wrote the song and was close with her. And so you know when you hear an artist do a song that they love and do it in their own way, and it's a song that's also so wonderfully sing alongable, uh, I mean that was that was a great moment to me. The Pink one, is great. one more. <laughs> <Yeah>. The Pink <laughs> is great. There you
5: go.
3: One more. I-
2: Somehow, Snoop Dogg came to the Twin Cities and was playing at the Caboos. Have you guys ever seen the show at the Caboos? I've been to the I Caboos. have seen the
3: show at the Caboos, but so I've not Snoop seen
2: Dogg, Nate uh act. Warren G. was there. Oh, my God. Uh, all Whoa. this stuff. So I saw, I was like five people deep from the stage. Snoop Dogg's up there. I was with Tim from Richfield, Tom from Richfield, and Kurt from St. Olaf. You were hanging out that with a bunch f-
0: of guys from Richfield? That's so weird.
2: Weird, I know. <laughs> We went and saw Snoop Dogg, and seeing Snoop Dogg five people deep at the caboose doing Gin and Juice was pretty. That's was pretty incredible. Awesome. That's oh my god.
0: Oh, that'd be. I did you That's did you yell out? I like the kind of Gord's version. I like the Gord's better. That's a better version. of The Gord's. I did have one
4: more one more question. Uh, I, I, an experience at the concert I was going to share with you guys and get your feedback. Get some concert etiquette. I know you guys will have some good feedback here. I was curious, so I'm sitting in the section on the side, and everyone in front of us in our section is seated, there's a number of people behind us that are standing, the people on the other section over are all standing, but everyone in front of us is seated, at what point are you allowed to, Like, I know you can just say, hey, you're at the concert, you do whatever you want, you stand, but how do you judge when you should stand or when you shouldn't when the people behind you are sitting?
0: I, I got to stay sitting. If the people behind me are sitting, I mean, it's all I can think seat, about if man, I stand man, Like,
3: you got to stand if you're feeling good. Like, I mean, maybe you try to slide over if they can, if you're trying to be courteous, but I don't know, man. Yeah. If you're feeling the spirit, you got to stand up. Matt?
2: I, I'm, I'm with Rosie. I mean, you got to be, you try to be a little courteous, right? But at the same time, if if you're sitting, what does that tell them the band, man? How are they going to bring that? Are they going to turn that amp from 10 to 11? There you if go. The crowd is all sitting. Right? Yeah, but are and you really going to stand
0: up for like hand in my pocket? Like you're going to stand up and go,
1: yeah, she's playing a harmonica. Yeah. Like, but I mean, I that's probably, like every
2: would.
0: one of her songs,
1: right?
0: <laughs> I mean, to be honest with
2: you, it's that's just true. that kind of band. It's just that kind of show, right? But there's some people that are so moved by Alanis Morissette, they're going to stand the whole show. So, so Russell,
0: did know. you stand up? And then when your day didn't stand up, you started yelling like really loud.
1: <laughs> stand up. We no, paid for but, these seats. I paid for the tapas. Stand up.
4: No, but we may have had the opposite happen at, at, a, at a basketball game the week later. But we can we can cover that a different week. <laughs> Wait, she yelled at you for not standing up? Come on, we Russell. Don't, we don't need to get into this. <laughs> oh, <no.
0: laughs> Russell's just getting yelled at. He's like, I can't stand up now. I have a huge boner.
3: Like, what I like is when you yell at me like this. <laughs> oh, I thought it was Robert. How's it's it going with you? That was a good joke. You're gonna hear that when you run it back.
0: I didn't know if basketball stadiums had boner cams anymore. It's just
3: Russell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's on the boner cam. Were they playing the if they were playing the aces, I could see it, but I don't know
4: oh god that'd be rob with the boner cam be like this camera that was like scanning around at like yes. waist level the yes. whole time and then all of a sudden <laughs> it would just stop and like people would start cheering
0: yeah exactly it would be a real <laughs> they'd be looking for a sticky fingers type situation like it's just <laughs> zoom in
4: and then when they see that
0: huge hog in those jeans
4: so like, mm-hmm. so would would people at the games be like fluffing it up to try to get oh. onto the cam like when you you're, like if you the kiss cam comes on and all of a sudden aaron moves in and kind of just sitting closer to his wife hoping he can get on it is Would there be fluffing to try to get onto the boner cam or It's just like
0: when you go through security at the airport and you're going through that big thing where they're taking pictures of you. You got to throw it around a little bit. You cannot embarrass yourself. (laughs) You got to get the blood flowing. Definitely. If boner cam's on you, you got to react, Russell. True. It would be bad, though, if you were like, yes, this is full, and the boner cam just moved past you, and you're like, oh, I didn't even make the boner cam.
4: That's like when, so it's like if you're on the dance cam or whatever, <laughs> what? and you're dancing, and the, it just goes like people aren't shooting for you, right? <laughs> it shifts on you, and you make eye contact with the camera, and it shifts off, and everybody's like, oh, God.
0: He's not a good dancer, but he likes it.
4: Would they show, Rob, would they show who the person back. was on the boner cam, or would they just show the crotch region, or did they show the no, whole person? No, it's
0: just the crotch region, everybody has to kind of look around and be like, who's wearing... <laughs> Those black jeans. Who is that? Is that me? Like they've got comedy? a yeah. They've russell They've got their I flannel tied
2: around their waist. He's
0: <laughs> got their flannel tied around their waist. You just you just see Russell showing up to games, he's wearing mesh shorts. What? That's he's trying too hard. He's lowered left at the concert in mesh shorts. Come on, Russell. I know that move.
4: Is that guy uh, eating uh, Tapas cheese bread right now? <laughs> That's what's giving him a big boner. He's eating cheese bread. (laughs) Rob, rolling going. How's it going
0: with you? I love tapas. Yes, sir. We could all see that. Uh, Listen. So, my wife uh, got picked up by my mom at the airport today, was driving up, called me, and said, I put the phone on the roof of the car. It fell off. What do I do? (laughs)
3: So now I, my saw, I saw some <laughs> social media posts about this. I was oh, yeah. hoping we would discuss. <laughs> well, the
0: worst part is I said 50 bucks for anybody who goes to Highway 5 and picks up this phone. And on the thing, it says iPhone 6. And
3: everybody's like, fuck
0: you. We're not, we're not doing shit to get an iPhone 6, you cheap motherfucker. Just get a new phone. Jesus Christ. Um, so listen, what do you do when your wife does something that dumb? Okay, let me give you a couple options. Do you, number one, you just get mad and you're just <laughs> mad the rest of the day because you have just lost a thousand dollars due to her putting a phone on a car and then not noticing, like just how do you go anywhere and not check your phone every five minutes? Like, I, I don't get it. Like she was in Maple Grove before she knew her phone was on the roof. Maple Grove. She drove across the Twin Cities. Not really. Well, that's admit.
3: pretty far. Yeah, that's pretty far.
0: So you, I could just be mad, right? Do I make jokes about it? until she gets mad. And then I say I'm mad. So it's like her getting mad and then me getting mad back. But at least I have an excuse for it. Right. Like every time I get in the car, I put my phone up there and I go, Oh, I don't want to do this. It's called a Jenny. Do I repeatedly ask her, actually, this is the one I kind of went with. Do you, do I repeatedly ask her if she backed up her phone? So all the stuff is saved knowing full well, she has never backed up a phone and never will. And just gets mad at me when I say that. Or do I, number four, act like it's no big deal but save it in my mind anytime I want to spend money and she gets mad at me about it and I can bring it up later? <laughs> um, three. I
2: think, I think we need just a little quick break in. I think we need to have everybody who has no idea how to back up their phone and when you just said, have you backed up your phone, they went and checked to see if they've backed up her phone. There's got to be at least a oh, couple dozen Becker hands that have yeah, no idea other, what you're yeah. talking about.
0: That's a good point. Good point motherfuckers if you don't have google photos backing up your photos automatically you're an idiot like that's the only thing on your phone you need my jenny's concerned about like text i'm like who's going back to look at old text nobody so listen instead well, what it, i realized you'd
4: be, is, you'd be concerned too if you were you're sending those types of texts right there's a reason people are concerned <laughs> trust me she's not concerned
0: um she has no reason to be concerned
4: with her phone whatsoever uh, no matter how much i App,
0: Rob? what is
2: google Photos? is google photos an app
0: oh app. i don't have to listen i <laughs> i showed my mom this okay so I, i'll show it to you later man yes it's All an right. app that yeah, i'll make anyway listen instead when i turned on my dad's computer i found something that made me think okay and it's something called i think my wife might be fin doming me have you guys ever heard of fin doming what is it like
3: dominatrixes is in finland
4: you're thinking you're now you're thinking it's
0: a it is a portmanteau penguins who are dominatrix
4: <laughs> Oh, Matt. Now, now Matt's getting my kinks. Matt's, Matt's getting closer. He's getting closer. <laughs> <laughs> Penguins?
0: Russ is eating a fish sandwich wearing his mess shorts at the game. <laughs>
5: uh,
0: Tapas. Don't make a Tapas. tartar sauce joke. All right. So here's the thing oh. is that I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that she is fin doming me, which is financial dominating. It's when a woman financial guys get off by being financially dominated by a woman. Okay.
3: You guys yeah, haven't this seen shouldn't this yet. Be a surprise to anyone who listens to this podcast, but let's hear the details. If you go on Twitter and type
0: in hashtag fin hashtag Cashmaster, <laughs> or hashtag sugar baby. And I did this. Okay. You can go on and there's just women online who are saying, which one of you sick fucks wants to buy me lunch today. Here's my Venmo. And then guys send them money. And they get turned on by having women spend their money. It's like their fetish. That would be a bummer of a fetish, wouldn't it? Like I always talk about how feet would be so easy. Like you just go to the beach or work in a shoe shop or whatever. But a fin dom, I mean, just giving away money. And that's what what gets you on the boner cam.
4: It just sounds like my online dating life. It's like, I'll I'll pay a bunch (laughs) to go to this restaurant if you'll spend another night with me. Right. So I I think
0: that she might just be
4: going for me.
0: I think she might be smashing her phone just to fin dom me. She knows it's what I, she, maybe she's seen if that's my kink is what it is guys. Do we, do you think you would want to be fin dommed? Is that something you like, if you had enough money, would that turn you on to just give a woman, just have a woman spend all your money? Like you just give her your bank account and just know that she's going to spend I, that
4: shit. I'm confused. I thought this was going the other way where it was like, she was the one making all the money and dominating you with her financial that's right. Promise. I thought that was going that direction I, as well. I, I got completely. I would around. not, no.
3: I would not want to be fin dommed but I do. I will say that I do daydream about taking a Vegas trip with you guys and and just paying for the whole thing that's that's oh. my fin dom fantasy It's just being like you know what guys we're all here it's all on me whatever you want bet whatever you want drink whatever you want eat whatever you want that's my that's my fantasy is like taking wear my friends out and just being like it's all on me i don't give a shit
4: that's i'd that's wear my, my nicest pair of, of mesh shorts
0: for that aaron i'd, I'd <laughs> just be so i'd love that so much <laughs>
4: My, just be like, I, oh, Aaron's fin doming us. Ugh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think my I have a similar fin dom like that, Aaron. That that turns me on. It would be I like the idea of I'm gonna get a suite at a Twins game and invite like 30 people to it yes. and just say, hey, I got the t- t- ticket. Tickets are free. I'm I'm fin doming today at the Twins game. Come yes. to the suite. It's right behind. home plate. Free drinks. Free food. Like what friend wouldn't love if they got if they were the recipient yes. of fin doming like that? I love that, Russell. But you see a true a page there.
0: A true fin dom, Russell, is the woman would go get the suite, invite all of her friends, and then you'd be watching at home like the sick fuck that you are, watching her spend all your money. You've got to pay. No,
4: nah, yeah. pass. <laughs> well,
0: I'm going to have to end this really. I mean, I'm getting somewhat excited. <laughs> I, well, I can tell you who's been paying the host, the bean hosting fees uh, And it's me, I think I'm, you guys are <laughs> fin me, and I love it everybody's favorite part of
3: the show. Let's talk about the album oh. oh, hey, is this a music I'm podcast? paying the hosting fees so, and
0: Aaron's not so even listening to the best of It's the best I, of, Aaron, it's in the title It's the best, best we got of what?
4: Best I do love how we haven't done a recording oh in like a month Because Rob's gone on like three European <laughs> vacations And instead of anything about the European <laughs> vacations He's like, I was Googling today And I came across spin <laughs>
0: Can I be honest with you guys? Yes. I, I've known about fin Damien for a long time, and I've been <laughs> <well heard laughs> <of> so <laughs> bad. <laughs> I think about it a lot. Like, when my wife is like, oh, let's take a European vacation. I'm like, oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> like, sorry, I spent it all on Subway for some lady. on. I bought a whole bunch of Popeye's sandwiches for this lady on Twitter, so I can't afford it. <laughs> <them. laughs> maybe I should be a fin dom. Maybe I should be,
0: That sounds fun. Who wants to buy me Popeye sandwiches, you sick fucks?
1: <laughs> I love
0: it. Anyway, all right, let's get into talking about sticky fingers. Yes. So this is the Rolling Stones. You want to guess which number album of this of theirs this is coming out in? You mean 71? chronologically in their career? Yeah, seventy-one. Mm, like seventeen or. Twenty-five? Yeah. is their eleventh studio album, and this yeah. is the one.
4: Studio on, album, <laughs> <laughs> studio eleventh <laughs> American studio album, ninth no, British shit. studio album. Ah, so, okay. Okay. Right. Okay. shit, I was Better hoping you had check before you wreck yourself. <laughs> Russell didn't have All time right. to do the list, but he's got time to do research and try to fin down me during the podcast. <laughs> this was the research I did a month ago when we were still talking. I was kind of enjoying the month we took off. Where I got, a, I'm going to interrupt now. I got to say, there was part of me that was like, maybe I don't need to do the podcast anymore. When you take a month off, it's kind of easy to say, yeah, my life is pretty good without this. Um, so this is their 11th
0: American studio album. And this is the first full studio album with the guitarist Mick Taylor after Brian Jones uh, died in the pool. And basically, this album's kind of cool because it's between Let It Bleed, uh, which we've already done, mm-hmm. and Exile on Main Street, which we've also let it done. Like this these this is the Rolling Stones like peak. Like this is their apex right here. So these, is exile,
3: but Exile is before this, right? Exile after.
0: Exile is right after this. this. Okay. Yes. Okay. And yeah, and Let It Bleeds bef- with uh, Tumbling Dice is right before this one. So yeah. like, okay. and you can hear, I think, a little bit of Exile in a couple of these songs. Like you can hear yeah. them kind of going classic gospel and, and trending that way. Yeah. But with these sessions, some of those songs actually came out on uh, Exile on Main Street later. This is, uh, this album spent four weeks on the US charts. And probably the coolest thing about this album is this cover that we've been talking about. If you have not looked up the cover with us talking about the boner cam already, make no, sure you do. The coolest
3: thing about this album is that it fucking rocks.
0: Go ahead. No, the cover is actually great because the cover is just a close up of some guy in tight jeans and he has a He's missile. Got a hug. I mean, he yeah. is just swinging it hug. like it, I, it is. There's just a backstrap on that thing. I mean, it's, yeah, like, it's a like a, a Valvinist type. Yeah hello
4: ladies
3: (laughs) Uh, you know i was trolling for that you know i was trolling for that
4: (laughs) oh (laughs) venus what a great what a great pro wrestling idea rob the the porn star pro wrestling we haven't talked enough pro wrestling on this podcast no we've not hello ladies and he would come out and he had this so he's wearing nothing but his wrestling trunks and he's got a white towel wrapped around him so it looks like he's wearing nothing under the towel as he comes out for the boner (laughs) camp (laughs) <laughs> then he rips off the towel and like spins it around it does like a gyration Yes. hello so ladies good. the big val boski is here in cincinnati, <laughs> <laughs> cincinnati. <laughs> in louisville
0: i am doing so much cocaine i can't actually get an erection but that is not part of the show <laughs> okay so i killed that one as well uh but the, the actual vinyl, Russell. If you can find the actual vinyl of this album, it had a working zipper. Now, Russell, if you got this album, and it has a working zipper. Are you? I un-zipping? Do have the album.
4: I don't know if it has a working zipper though. If
0: if you can get the original one, it has a working zipper because part of the problem was the zipper kept damaging the vinyl, so they had to unzip them all. So it was in the middle of the record, so it didn't damage anything anymore. Does
4: does the original version? Is it like my version that came with a T-shirt that costs like eight <laughs> bucks instead of seventy-two dollars? <laughs> I forgot Russell's going to have flashbacks, Rolling Stone flashbacks. <laughs> Any Rolling Stone album is going to Yep. I was He's listening PTSD. to this album and thinking, "Well, what albums have I heard live?" And I was like, "Or what songs have I heard live?" Like, "Nope, nope, nope." <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't remember a single song that he heard at the Rolling Stones concert.
0: Now, Russell, how many times have you Now, what did you pay for that t-shirt again?
4: The one at the concert? Yeah, of course, the one at the I concert. think it was 130 for two. It was oh. it was yeah 130 for two i think it was like either either 110 or 130 one was 60 one was 50 and the one that so, cost me extra i was like well i should probably lose a little weight is it, are they
3: 100 percent cotton
4: it's a terrible shirt i've never worn this. oh gildan. That's, uh, man it's, he
0: looked at it it's a
4: gildan shirt he's like oh shit this thing is so heavy it's the heaviest shirt <laughs> does that happen to you guys you buy like a you buy like a t-shirt and immediately you're like oh fuck i'm never gonna yep. wear this thing yep. i don't like it
0: no, if the T-shirt is not thin enough where I feel like my nipples could come out at any time, it's too thick of a T-shirt. <laughs> I only want thin, thin, thin T-shirts from now on. <laughs> I like the idea of Russell getting fin dommed at the concert, by the way.
1: <laughs> oh, you want me? To, can I buy this shirt for you?
0: Yeah, buy that shirt for me. I'm never even going to wear it. Speaking of which, Russell, when, when's the last time you wore that shirt? I've
4: never worn the shirt I bought. Not <laughs> one time. Zero, zero, zero wears.
0: Not one. Oh, somebody out there is getting off, Russell. They love it. They think it's great. Uh, and if, so this album cover actually was conceived by Warhol and everybody thinks it's Mick Jagger on the cover, but it's not. They actually don't know who it is. I think it might be Warhol's boyfriend or a friend of Warhol's boyfriend.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, and this album also is the first use of the Rolling Stones tongue logo. Blah, 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 blah. It's the first time that you see that tongue blah, 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 anytime and it becomes kind of the Rolling Stones classic. Blah, 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 blah. So let's get into.
3: Let's sticking. get into it. Fingers. Can we skip the first track, though? I mean, can we just not? <laughs> well, they—I mean, they—they've started skipping it. Yeah, I mean, right? it's problematic, right? Do they play it live, Matt, or not?
2: At, no, as of their as of their last concert, 2021, they finally have stopped playing it. But they really? played it every concert since 1970, since this came out, because it's a—I
3: mean, it's great rhythm guitar. It's a great song, and it's just like awkwardly executed. Yeah, Just don't don't read the lyrics. If you don't, don't know what we're talking lyrics. about, I mean, the totally. lyrics is
0: basically like, and he comes out and says, well, it's all about interracial sex and the old power dynamics used to be there. And it's like, no, you obviously are a fucking idiot when you're writing your lyrics and you're writing stuff where you, even back then people had to be like, well, you can't be and saying like, how come I, you like taste I, so good? Like, you I can't be think, saying that.
3: I do think Mick thought his part was in the right place, right? Like he, sh- like, he shows up in, in Aretha's documentary like she, he was there at the church when she yeah. recorded amazing grace like i think he supported black artists and like legitimately probably thought this was like a good way to express those feelings like same with sweet black angel and it's just it's oh.
0: awkward it's not right yeah you you, you maybe think maybe mick jagger's not the smartest guy in the world like maybe that's just <laughs> i know that's weird like you, you see him doing like a math equation he's like mm. but he's i the think beautiful it's a mind just calculation might be great. it second up Sway by the way that song was uh, the lead single off the album and was recorded at down in Alabama at Muscle
3: Shoals Shoals oh nice okay right
0: next up we have Sway
4: I put in the slide guitar here by Mick Taylor I think this is one of my favorite second songs on an album ever I thought this song was just absolutely fantastic I know the first one's very controversial it's interesting to listen to but I thought this is a second song it's a great way to start the album
0: it's, I mean, it's great. I mean, listen to these lyrics. Did you ever wake up to find a day that broke your mind, destroyed
4: your notion of circular time? Like maybe Mick is a fucking genius like that. I love that stuff. It's so good. I, I do love the line. One of my favorite lines ever on any album we've heard is it's just the demon life that's got me in its sway. That is just badass, yep. isn't it? It's true. Yeah.
3: It's as good as it gets for rock and roll. And I got to give a special shout out to Replacements guy. He introduced me to this album and this song. He loves this song. He will go to the mat for it any day. I think it's a top 10 rock and roll song, maybe a top 10 song of all time. It's fantastic. That was the, that was song was the
0: first one recorded at Stargraves, which was a English manor that Mick bought and set up a mobile recording studio in. Now, part of the problem was Keith Richards claimed he hated going to Stargraves, Star, Star Greaves, excuse me. Stargraves, he hated going there, and so he wouldn't show up for a lot of these recording sessions. And a lot of people think that that was actually because he was, oh, I don't know, addicted to heroin. That was part of the problem as well, maybe why he didn't bad, want to go. Bad
3: but thing to be addicted to
0: Led Zeppelin also recorded at this uh, at the studio. Star uh Elton John did, and you know who else did? Maybe a little band called the Who. Oh, yeah. yeah! Won't get through it again is recorded in the same studio as Sway. All right, so next up, uh, this is one that reminds Russell about a wine tasting. It's Wild
5: Horses.
0: (laughs) So, this is released as a single with Sway on the B side.
6: Are you serious?
3: Like, can you imagine a better single than this with Sway on the B side? Holy shit. The background to this
0: song, I think, is so interesting. It's recorded down in Muscle Shoals, right? Some people think it was with Ram Parsons, which is, he keeps showing up in these, every single one of these albums. But this song is based on the fact that Mick's girlfriend at the time, uh, and I've got her name here. Give me one second. Anyway, Mick's girlfriend at the time had an uh, a, a overdose on sleeping pills and was in a coma for six days. And she woke up and turned to Mick. Mick was there and she turned to him and said, wild horses couldn't drag me away. And then Mick broke up with her the next day. As soon as she came out of the coma, Mick was out of there. He was like, see you later. This isn't working out. Turns out I'm not into to girls in a coma, which uh, the like, huh? only thing
2: The only thing I could say to your comment there, Rosie, because you make a very good point. This is the B-side that we'll get to it later on. But Moonlight Mile was the B-side to Brown Sugar. So at good the time, time, you know, from a... <sighs> b-side type thing i don't know i know you're that right that. matt i, I mean I was, this
3: album it has some fucking great hits on it no that's a great great this, point
0: this album at 105 104 is horseshit right
3: yeah this is i mean yeah we're gonna give away the end here but like how the hell is this the third rolling stones album we've heard how is this i mean yeah honestly
0: if you told me this is a top 10 album russell i think this could be a top 10 album it is for me
4: it's probably one of the few albums we've heard recently where you could say you could easily jump this up 80, 90 spots on it and yeah, and not get too much of an argument, right? Now, yeah. it is true. The, the back half of this is not quite as strong, maybe, as the first what? part. Back third, maybe. One thing, I, Aaron, you mentioned the replacements on the last one. It turns out Jim Dickinson on Wild Horses played the piano, and he was also the producer for the replacements. Did you know that? Oh, I did not know that. That's That's incredible. I did not know that at all. The other thing that was interesting, the other only thing that I read about this a month ago before we stopped talking for a month in that interim period where we weren't really friends, um, huh? that I wrote, I read that Keith wrote that as a lullaby for his son, and then it started making me wonder, is a lullaby a nursery rhyme, or no. is a lullaby the other one that is a fairy tale about elves, hobgoblins, dragons, fairies, or other magical creatures? I think it is I a lullaby, a fairy tale, or no, 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 no is no, it no. a nursery rhyme?
0: A lullaby is a song. It's totally different, Russell. It's a it
4: song. A
3: it's probably more likely a nursery rhyme, right? Because it's probably more likely to be I mean, a song that rhymes.
0: What's the one where the wind blows and the bow breaks and like, it will fall down will come? Be. That's a lullaby, my dude, right. not a fairy tale. And down will come hobgoblin. An old cum chunk. That's, Mama, <laughs> hey That's- That song, by the way, reminds me of the first date I ever went on. This is even pre Stick Out Your Tongue Girl. Like, this is a early, early date for me. Tell me about your first date. We went to see the movie Fear with Mark Wahlberg oh, and Reese Witherspoon. Right. Wait, this, oh, is like, this is an fucking first state movie. God, what are you, what, what the hell? I, I, it was a huge mistake because we, and, and the Sundays played a version of Wild Horses in that famously. <laughs> oh, my God. It, it was did. a disaster because we came out and she turned to me and said, wow, Mark Wahlberg is really hot. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> this is a total." I was like, I, so I went home and shaved my chest and I was like, good. Now I look like Mark Wahlberg.
3: Now we know where your obsession with cum gutters came from. There it is right there. It's true. Yeah, because he was so that even predates D'Angelo <laughs> Oh, uh,
0: God, what is that song he did?
5: You're the such Funky a Bunch. Good
3: vibrations. Yes.
0: Okay. Bum, wait. 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 Bum, Let me bum, edit that bum, in. Bum, bum. Come on, Aaron. Come on. You're right. That video definitely feel it, gave feel it. me some good vibrations.
3: <laughs> gave me some body image issues. Yeah. <laughs> I was in the mirror like, I could
0: do this. I could eventually. Oh, yeah. yeah. You see me at home humping my massaging chair. Rob, were there any
4: embarrassing moments during that movie, Rob? Have you guys ever gone to a movie with someone and then had an embarrassing moment? Like you're with your parents, you're with a date or you're something and there, there's a sex scene or something that comes on and you have to you have to just sit through it. I mean, I've had this discussion recently because, I mean,
3: I still haven't seen Maverick, but I saw the original Top Gun in the theater in, in 1986 with yes. my parents, <laughs> with both of my parents <laughs> in 1986. <laughs> I was born in 1980, so do that math. And imagine Aaron, why I can't see Kelly McGillis without turning bright red still to this day.
0: Aaron reaches over to get some popcorn. His dad's like, no, no, no.
4: I'm ever going to see you with a female friend uh, from Richfield. Actually, we weren't dating or anything in college, but we went and saw uh, American Pie together. We oh, went and saw American oh, Pie, and you oh, got wow. to see the episode where he's, you know, you know, doing the stuff with the apple pie, and then it got really awkward because I had gotten a pie from Baker Square earlier, and it was sitting on the <laughs> seat next to me, and I was like, this is bad. Yeah. You know, that movie doesn't hold up, right? Because no?
2: all of a sudden, they're like, oh, they got really? a camera on that girl, and they're watching yeah. her, from, you know, like, yeah. That, that movie does
0: not hold up. They take <laughs> Shane Elizabeth with a fake accent, and then film her changing, and all the guys watch and just think it's okay. <laughs>
4: I just saw there was a story. It was on CNN actually recently where the, the Stifler's mom had this – has been reporting to people that her sex life drastically improved in real life because she played the role of Stifler's mom. And she She's said she got lady. laid with a lot of people that she probably would not have otherwise hooked up with you, because she <laughs> played you, that role.
0: You could, Oh, I would – Jennifer Coolidge, I mean, she would put me on boner cam big time, 1,000%. <laughs> don't you think that's where the whole MILF obsession started? I think you can trace back, like, when I was looking at HotSex.com, it was like, yeah, you
5: know, boobs, well, you your bikinis.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're hanging out, high-fiving. But then, after, after American Pie, it's you're in MILF City all of a sudden. Now, I don't know what movie it was where they got stuck in a dryer, but I'm sure that's <laughs> gonna-
3: Mona. Right.
0: Amanda (laughs) You could trace Who's the boss Directly to the dryer Situation Alright Next we have Can't you hear me knocking Maybe the best song In the Maybe the best song On the whole album This intro is
3: I'm not gonna argue I mean it fucking rocks And then the drums Oh
0: it's so Sounds good. Like a lot of guess like lot Guess what we got on Oregon here, Aaron? Mississippi Is it Queen! Is Billy Preston? You know it's Billy Preston. Uh, it oh, him.
3: yes. I didn't even know that until you... Yeah. I like, if it's like, you gotta ask, it's probably Billy Preston.
4: Look at yeah. that. Look at the first four songs on this. You could make a legit argument. I know the first one's problematic, but if anyone told you this is my favorite and this is my fourth favorite, you can't really argue with it, right? This is fantastic. These are all just fucking bangers. And listen to the quality of this recording. I
0: mean, just strong. Just sounds perfect. Crystal clear. In the chorus of that song, Mick Jagger, it's too high for him to sing, and so he said that he covered it up with a bunch of reverb and backup singers and you can hear his voice definitely disappears in the chorus there but then at the end they, that's a two minute song it's seven minutes on the album because they play a five minute jam I've heard this on the radio so many times and I never knew it was the Rolling Stones
4: I mean listen this is the same song I know we're going to talk jam, jam bands next week with the Allman Brothers but this got a little too jam bandy for me this was where it was like you've uh, this conga and saxophone no such and thing. for a long time no that's a long time I'm with it, man. Yeah. It's like they were Matt, Matt's talked about how he likes the jam band style. So I'm guessing Matt loved this part. Yep. They changed it up a
2: little. <speaking> when, when you have a song like that
0: that is like Santana, I mean it sounds just like Santana. Santana just.
2: Yes. Well, that's what they said. I mean, they, they said that's where it got from.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're just building and building, and you just feel like, yeah. I mean, it just is so great. But Russell, you can't sit there and listen to it. You just have to have it on. And then when you hear that part, you're like, oh yeah, this fucking rocks. But yeah, you can't. Listen to every note in a jam band, or maybe like if it's the Allman Brothers, maybe just don't listen to the last two songs most of the time because it's actually it seems to be a pretty long album,
3: quite long, kinda, and you fall asleep even if you're trying to stay awake and listen to the whole. Kind of wild to do it for a podcast,
0: and your family doesn't want to hear southern rock jams for the hour <laughs> <laughs> to everybody. Uh, you gotta move. So now, you gotta
3: move. I listen to this album a lot in headphones. And they put the is it they put the acoustic in the left and the metal in the right. I can't remember which it is, but it did make me at a certain point. It made me wish for a mono mix of this album. Like I really I wanted he to hear it. this album in mono. Sometimes in stereo, it was just like too much for me.
0: Oh, I don't know. I, it's I mean, you can, you can hear Exile and Main Street coming out of this, right? Like you can tell they got this song and they're like. Dang! You, did you remember that song we played where it was really slow and it was American Southern music? At right after yeah. we played Brown Sugar, that is a good song. We should do a whole album of that, except record it in a crappy way and also take more heroin. I mean, that's kind of where we're going with this, right?
2: I mean, even on Let It Bleed, though, they started playing some of those soft, it's really true. Southern, you know, right. almost acoustic sounding songs. Right? I mean, they had the electric guitars in there, but the, that's the kind of the vibe they were going for.
0: Now the vibe the Rolling Stones are going for, I will say, is right after a gospel song. You followed it up with "Bitch." Yeah. <laughs> Listen to the horns here.
3: This is a Motown I mean, song to me. Oh. Horns like this could have been this could have been Holland Dozer, Holland. Like this could have been. I thought tops. these
2: horns we a little bit out of place for the album, personally. Really? Or as, as loud as they were? Oh, yeah just just on this song. I don't know why. I think they were overpowering. You're right. I, I guess the song. horns are more That's...
3: Southern Soul than Memphis because they're a little bit they're a little bit unruly. That's a good good point. Guys,
0: I I cannot tell you. I loved it. I thought it was I thought it was great, but it made me think because I read that that song wasn't played on the radio very much because the title of the song was "Bitch." Now, of course, Mick uh, Jagger there claims that the bitch in that song referred to just kind of like uh, how bad his own love was like he said my love it's a problem for me because he was singing about that breakup he was like heartbroken over that breakup which I want to remind you was him dumping a girl that just got out of a coma but it made me think are there any other songs that have bitch in the title
5: oh oh
0: guys This is the bitch list.
5: We're going to hear songs that have
0: bitch in the title and see what the bitch is referring to.
3: Oh, right. I love this, Rob. I love a Rob list.
0: And I want to remind you that I was looking for these songs in front of my whole family at the cabin. So this was fun. This was really fun to hear these songs over and over. The one that finally, so this is 71, right? They wouldn't play bitch on the radio. Until 74, when somebody named Elton John came out with a song called the bitch is back.
3: Oh yeah,
4: Elton. Stone when is Elton John Stone coming up Stone. on this list, man? Elton John is too
3: good for us to it's, have He's coming up in like some, in yeah. like five albums. He's at one ten,
2: I think, right? Yeah, we're on, we're on our white streak here. He comes up in uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Rolling Stones, Elton Brothers, Hole, Television, Fiona Apple, Lou Reed, Joni Mitchell, Janet Jackson, and then Elton John at one. Wow,
3: one. Oh, there's some horns in this one too.
0: So Bernie, that the bitch in that song. Refers to Bernie Taupin's wife when Elton John was in a bad mood, would turn to Bernie and say, Uh oh, the bitch is back. So in the bitch Oof. is back, the song is actually referring to Elton himself. So Matt, you may a- or may not
3: want to add that to your list of stuff from earlier. It's your choice.
5: Okay.
4: Oh. Poof. <laughs>
3: let's edit it out put it on the list
0: (laughs) I'm avoiding using it in that way Aaron in this whole list it was really hard on me actually (laughs) next next up from my favorite Metallica album Load
4: oh my bitch you know what? The Load album from Metallica is actually pretty good. A lot of people don't like it. I like the Load album. The Reload album I it goes too. off the rails. Yes. It's the one that yeah. got me into I Metallica. I, I didn't mind this
2: when they came out with it. Ain't i my bitch.
0: Ah. This song, I remember I had a friend who had a convertible, and he'd drive around and play this song, and it blew my mind that we could listen to a song about Ain't My Bitch, and it just, it just rocked so hard. James Hetfield claims that the bitch there refers to any problem you have so I in his world unfair. if he's got if he's got a problem he just calls it a bitch and it's anything so I mean you can imagine him in math right if he was a math teacher like forget about it. okay we're gonna do these 35 bitches <laughs> all right so next up ween baby bitch guys we haven't talked about ween
4: ever there might be a reason for that I don't know anything uh, about might ween might be a reason what? what is this one of Rob's like worky they might be Giants bands that he thinks are like really well known what no Maybe. So this, this is a rough,
0: rough
5: listen.
0: <laughs> what the fuck are you guys talking about? <laughs> guys, first of all, I just want to tell you the singer of this band is named Gene Ween. So does that change your mind about how much you love the band? He's named Gene oh, Ween. Yeah, he's called if Gene Ween. It, it and that one it even was actually more, yeah. about an ex-girlfriend who dumped him on his birthday. So that's not that is not part of the list. It doesn't doesn't <laughs> count.
4: Can we get a can we get you still have the soundbite about what the fuck's he talking about, Rob? Huh? Which one's uh, that? Uh, oh, what? What? How is possible? This Wee's one? No, it
3: was the left field take. <laughs> <laughs> it was le- the left field two. Oh, yeah, that was
0: Ween. Ween is not a left field take. Talking about? Get out <laughs> of here! Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys act like Ween is some like slobber bone or something. It's definitely not. All right, next. It is
4: my, it is my nickname for no, when I get on the border cam. Than Ween. My Ween <laughs> made the cam today. <laughs>
0: Wean back, wean back. Uh, back. All right. Next up, we have Jet with their only number one hit in the U.S., Jet. Cold Hard, Bitch." Dancing, oh, this song is so good. I
3: forgot about Jet. Yeah, I think their CD was always front and center at Target. Oh, this, this
4: is a badass.
0: This is a modern day ACDC my dude. Yeah, are they might. Are they
3: Australian? They might. Be.
0: They might be. And if you listen to the lyrics, right? I was trying to figure out what the bitch in the song is referring to. He says, gotta leave town. Got another appointment. Spent all my rent. Girl, you know I enjoyed it. The song is about fin doming.
1: He is singing a song about getting fin and He loved
0: it. Guys, a coincidence? I don't think so. Everybody's talking about fin dom these days. And finally, any song that is up for a Grammy in 1998 for best female rock performance... Losing to Fiona Apple, criminal. And best rock song, Losing to One Headlight by the Wallflowers. It's wow. Meredith Brooks. <intend pursue> Number 501. Oh, this. Oh, this. this is a great
4: song. <differs> Fantastic song. I'm a bitch. Yes.
6: I'm a mother. I'm a child. I'm a
4: mother. I'm a sitter. I'm, a, a, I'm a saint. I'm a
2: sitter. <laughs> I'm, I'm a saint. I cannot feel the sea- this This song is
4: underrated. It should I mean, the hell if this is better than you any know you
3: from any Guys, I mean, it's a total Atlantis ripoff, but I don't
0: care. It's still great. Th- that song is the that song is where she was reclaiming the term bitch, and that's why it's okay for Rob Just to make a bitch list.
2: Just <laughs> 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 when you think you have got me. I would say that was a
0: top two bitch list. list. That's a great oh, list. Definitely it's a, definitely a, definitely a it. It. My top, list. We'll list. call I it a top three. At least top three bitch list. Absolutely enjoyed that one. I can't wait for Russell's edit email Take out entire list oh, no. uh, I got You're the right blues there. They said they wanted to make this, this An Otis Redding Stax type sound
4: They nailed the sound Yeah I mean I, I would love to hear Joe Tex or somebody cover this but they nailed the sound One of my favorite things about this album is like the tempo changes Like you see yeah. you have some songs that are just crushing They're super fast then you have these kind of more Ballad or blues songs with wild horses And this just, one I just thought it was great appropriate amount of horn just listen to the voice listen how how clear the recording on this is
0: i mean it's crystal clear for them to go from this and then have have get exiled in france and have to record at a studio in nice somewhere and have the worst recorded album ever after this one is crazy this one sounds so good by the way that song was about the breakup with marianne faithful that's her name And again, that breakup was him dumping her after she was in a coma. All right, speaking of being in a coma, Sister Morphine. Song
4: about a morphine addict on the brink of
6: death.
4: This feels like this lunch will go entire career. I, I don't know a lot about wilco i don't maybe you guys know this artist uh, matt might know it uh, i don't know if you guys ever watch the show sons of anarchy they have a lot of music from this mm-hmm. guy named the white buffalo yeah i heard yeah. the white buffalo in this song and if, if people like this type of music it's go check southern out the white rock. buffalo yeah it's awesome it's yeah. S- yeah. southern
2: rock yeah, it's the yeah, muscle like it. Scholes
3: influence
0: that the white buffalo song is one of the few songs i bought on amazon on apple music and i have uh Go the Distance. You're hearing it right now in the
3: background.
0: Fantastic. Uh, second to last, the penultimate song, Dead Flowers.
4: Definitely about... It. I'll be in my basement room with a needle and a spoon. I think dead flowers is a worse thing to give a woman on a date than fake flowers. What do you think? I think fake flowers is better than dead flowers. It's fake over dead, yeah. Unless you press them
3: in a journal
4: yeah, the and rest. then you said here's a journal for you to write down all the wonderful things about our life together so here's maybe- my journal with all my tears about all the times i didn't make it on the boner cam and the one time i did yeah if you switched it flipped to page <laughs> and the 57 one time i did you'll talk about my experience of being <laughs> embarrassed on the boner
3: cam
0: don't want to be embarrassed on the boner cam that song uh that that song was a, it's, it's 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 referred to as one of the few gothic country songs of all time it was written 10 days <laughs> after the Altamont Speedway tragedy where they hired the Hells Angels to be a uh, security. And they security punched
3: guard, it. yep. Yeah, that's out by Patterson Pass. It's not that far from me.
0: They knew that concert was off the rails when Mick Jagger stepped off the helicopter and immediately got punched in the face by a fan. Like that's... <laughs> that's <laughs> anytime you step off a helicopter and get punched, that's a bad start to a concert. Yeah. It will happen at the Beck Did a Better uh, live show when we all get off on our separate helicopters. We, we all take separate helicopters. Moonlight Mile... And we know Matt right. loves it. What a song! So I didn't. I, I never heard this song.
2: 2015, they were at TCF Bank Stadium, which is now Huntington Bank Stadium, and they they usually bring back one or two old songs that they haven't played in yeah. a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the song, and they played it at most of their concerts in that round, right? But like. To hear this song live is unbelievable after hearing like you know brown sugar mm-hmm. and you know can't get no satisfaction and they slow down to play that song. It's unbelievable song. Matt, Top what do you think? You
4: you the love the stones, you love construction. What do you think is that as a closer? I love that as a closer, but what do you yeah, think great, of it? Great, great closing song.
0: Great I mean, you song. you want to talk about construction. Listen to this album. Side one opens with brown sugar, closes with you gotta move, right? The slow one. Second side opens with bitch Closes with Moonlight Mile I mean that's
5: That's it's the Bruce Springsteen album. Four
0: Corners It's it's, yeah. it's so So good well listen we don't want to give away the end But we better get into the rating system and now it's time What if the boner the cam had a rating system Russell the show, the very popular Beck Rolling not too long rating system Oh yeah I mean, you could just say rolling bone. That's easier joke to make there. But are you guys still listening to me? We're doing another episode after this. You better not be zoning out already. All right. Listen, (coughs) on this podcast, let me see if I can remember this after three weeks. We have a rating system. This is album 104. 104. 104. 104. We're up so high, we can't even think of jersey numbers for it. Is this album at 104? A rolling, well-toned. It is perfect at 104. Rolling Stone. You did the Rolling Stones well. Perfect. They're right there. Okay. It's the perfect date. You go see Fear with Mark Wahlberg. Definitely a baller move. Okay. Uh, definitely not a disaster when you look over and your date says, this guy's attractive and you look like, uh, what did I look like at that time? I was in a sweater vest. I was, all right. Or is, nothing this, else. is this, and she's like, why are you wearing brown underwear? And I said, I'm not wearing any underwear. <laughs> Pigmentation issue I have. Uh, is this? You there it, right Is
1: this a What's rolling up with your
3: gray underwear?
0: bone? Speaking of which, gray underwear. Rolling bone on the boner cam. Is this a rolling boner cam where it should have been higher up? It got boner cammed. It should have been way higher on the list. We should have seen this before Exile and Main Street. We should have seen this before Let It Bleed. This is a better album than the ones we have heard previously. That would be a Rolling Bone. Or is this a Rolling Groan? Okay, it should be lower on the list. This album was not that good. And if you pick this, you have real problems, okay? What do you think, Aaron? Rolling Well-Toned, Rolling Bone, or Rolling Groan?
3: Rolling Stone,
0: Sticky Finger, 1971.
3: I think I gave this one away already, but anyway you measure it, measure it against other rock albums we've heard, other Rolling Stones albums we've heard. I just it's crazy to me that this thing's at 104. It's almost a perfect album. It's to me, it's the best Rolling Stones album we've heard. It's better than a lot of other stuff. It is rolling boned.
0: Yeah. I was gonna say absolutely, but I'm not gonna give away my answer. Matt, what do you think? Rolling ball toned, <laughs> rolling boned or rolling grown?
2: Well, I, I think it got yeah, rolling boned. I think it should be higher. Um, I think. The Rolling Stones, Bob Dylan, The Beatles, kind of all of these 70s iconic rock groups that had all of these albums on the first two lists, let's call it, but call it the 2012 list. I think there was 10 or 11 Rolling Stones albums on the top 500 list of all time in 2012, You know, which is probably too many, right? So I think some of these albums get a little bit... They're reslotted and maybe inappropriately maybe appropriately i don't know i feel like this one could be way higher i don't fault anybody for putting it at 104 i guess um just because there's already two ahead of it things like that if you're looking at it from that standpoint but absolutely this is one of the one of my favorite albums by the rolling Stones. so i'm gonna say it's rolling boned should be way higher
0: russell what do you think rolling well toned rolling bone or rolling grown and i want to remind you the album the title is not stinky fingers
4: Oh, can I change my ranking if it's not Stinky <laughs> Fingers? No, I'm sorry. We all lock that in. we oh, were locked in. Well, there goes my whole bit about the Stinky Fingers, but <laughs> I, I loved all the songs of this album. I thought that the first four songs were so, I just, like I said earlier, I don't see how you could argue with any of them. And as you get through it, it there's just all these kind of highs and lows in terms of tempo and sound and everything. I just love the whole story that the album to- tells. And and honestly, it, the album, it had me in its sway. So for me, it's rolling owned it should be way higher on the list if someone told me this was one of the greatest five albums of all time i don't think i would argue with them and and it's hard to say that we've heard too many albums like that in the last 30 or 40. guys
0: unfortunately you're incorrect
4: i hate to say it okay
0: again 104 times in a row you're you're correct about being incorrect the thing is this is a rolling stone number one this is Number their one? best album, okay? <laughs> yeah, agreed, right. yeah. Did agreed. not have to use rhyme.com to look that one up. Just came up with it off the top of my head, believe it or not. This is their best album. It sounds good. The songs are bangers. You can see where they came from. You can see where they're going on this album. It sounds good. Perfect. If you had an album on a desert island and you pick this, I would be like, yeah, why not? It's got just the right amount of horns, as Matt says many times. It is so good. Listen up
4: next. Can week- I ask a quick quick question quick before you go on, Rob? Of course, Russell. How much do you guys think the <laughs> cover of the album plays into it? Because the album cover is so iconic. Like that's part of an album. Don't you guys think like if the album cover is memorable and iconic, like if this were just a picture like for the Rolling Stone guys on the cover, it might not have the same impact. What do you guys think? One thousand percent, Velvet Underground and
0: Nico with the banana, this album with the huge dong, the kid diving in the pool after the money. You know what you're getting with those album t- with those with those uh, album art. You, it's right there. like I, I, I think that's a great point. That's a great point.
3: I mean, it's still a great album to me either way, but for, as far as the mystique and the memorability, yeah, you're right. And I'm going to tell part you of what makes it great, right? <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm going to tell you right now. I'm gonna t- we're going to talk about this next week. Look up Kiss Comes Alive, the album. Worst album cover ever. It is an awful picture of Kiss. You can barely see Peter Chris in the background. It's terrible, and that's why that album is not as good as Sticky Fingers. And that's what this podcast has been trying to decide this whole time. Are these albums (laughs) as good as Kiss Comes Alive? Listen, next week, okay? There's been some criticism on this list, Aaron, that we don't have enough women artists, okay? And let's ignore the list I did earlier. Uh, Next week... It's the worst one of all. It's the All Man Brothers.
5: <laughs> all Man? All Man all Brothers. Man?
0: With, from Fillmore East or whatever it's called. I can't... Where did I put the song? Oh, here it is. do you want to hear about the greatest the one But you're just You got it. To tell you. look it up
3: online. We do it just on...
2: Uh, an album covers like those four or five that have boobs when they just be like
0: one through five Yeah, I got the perfect list. podcast for you Jack, Jack. Jack. That's what it is. Beck did it better what no dad we're just doing the podcast you don't have to sit by me
4: <laughs> <laughs> seriously so we don't need the live voter so cab right here Mr. <laughs> <laughs> Bob's dad you can move it along